You're listening to a message from Christian Life Ministries in Coventry, a dynamic, growing church in the heart of the nation. We pray that God will speak to you through this word and impact your life for His glory. Wonderful. Well, for a few moments now, we're going to turn to open heaven as we touched on last week as we prayer walk the streets as we're praying for change and for open heaven we've been invited to pray for these three things for praying your kingdom to come and we talked about that last week and secondly praying for blessing and thirdly praying for salvation and so today for just a few moments i'm going to unpack a little bit about praying for blessing now at one level this is really simple because we all want to be blessed We all want good in our lives. We all want to be favoured. Who doesn't? Everybody wants to be blessed. But let's just look and unpack this a little bit from the Bible. So turn with me, if you will, to Numbers chapter 6, and we're going to read verses 22 to 27. The Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons, This is how you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. So they will put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. You see, the Israelites, they've been given this tabernacle, the design, this tent for God to dwell among his people. And there were various instructions given to Aaron and his sons, who were the priests, of how they would look after this tabernacle, how they would conduct themselves and how they would serve the people and minister to the people. And these verses, they're in there among the commands that were given. They were given words to speak, to pronounce blessing on the people, to invoke God's favour on them. Wow. God placed into the mouths of the priests the power to speak words that would cause God to unleash transformational, life-changing blessing on the people. But you know, it shouldn't really surprise us that the God who blesses, that the God who gives, the God who is love, gives those who represent him and those who serve him the power to bless. Now, I grew up in a tradition of church where the priest, who would often be dressed in robes, would speak a blessing at the end of the service. Now, in those days, uh, my dad was actually the vicar, and it was often him who I heard speak it. So whether by familiarity with the person or with the practice, it just wasn't something that to me held any significance as I was growing up. And then as a young adult in a Pentecostal church, Not so much a priest, but the man of God would speak a blessing. And in that setting, where I was beginning to learn to encounter Holy Spirit and to receive from him, I began to realize that at that point in the service, when a blessing was spoken, that there was something to be received in that moment. If I was open, if I positioned myself to receive, I could feel it. I knew that I was receiving something. But still in that context, the speaking of blessing that had me positioned very much as the receiver, 
And I expected the person who was speaking a blessing to be in some way qualified or ordained, chosen, set apart somehow. It was someone else. It wasn't me. But in the last 15 years or so, I've come to a very different understanding that actually every one of us in Christ has been given the authority to speak blessing. Now, if you want to simply pray for blessing, I'm not going to fall out with you over that, but I do desire for you to understand that in Jesus, you have authority to bless. And so let me just take us for a moment to a verse in 1 Peter. This is Peter, the apostle, writing to the church, to ordinary believers like us. And he writes this in 1 Peter 2 verse 9. He says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you. I hope you heard those words. You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood. You see, in in Jesus, we've been made priests. We've all been chosen. We don't now need another priest for ourselves. Jesus is our great high priest. He is our go-between, between us and God. But every one of us now in Christ can come right into the Father's presence. And now all of us who are in Christ, we've been made into a royal priesthood. We've been given that position to go between people who don't yet know him and God. We have the authority to bless because we've been made into priests. We've been made a royal priesthood. And so I began to realize that I could speak blessing over others. And I began to have a go at this in a really private way. It's always good to practice things in private first. You know, when I was pregnant with my oldest, Samuel, I began to pray over him every day. And not just to pray, but to speak words of blessing over him as he grew inside me. I used to use these very words from number six, the Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, the Lord make his face shine upon you. Even before I knew his gender, I was asking the Lord and speaking the Lord's blessing over him. For me, it was a very gentle introduction to speaking blessing. Then a few years later, I came across a brilliant book. It's here. It's called The Grace Outpouring by Roy Godwin and Dave Roberts. It's a great book to read, and it recounts the amazing story of God's work at a Christian retreat center in rural Wales. It's called Faldebrannan. That may or may not be the right way to say it, but that's what it's called. And at this Christian resource center, retreat center, they took seriously the task of speaking and praying blessing. And the book and its story so impacted me that actually on when I had a sabbatical a couple of years ago, I went there on retreat myself. I think Donald and Rose have also visited. It's, It's a very special place. But they tell the story in the book of how they began to speak blessing from their center into the lives and the community around them. Now, they're an agricultural community, so they began to bless the flocks, the herds, the land, as well as the people of their community. And although they were a very, very different location to Coventry, when they began speaking blessing, they began to see local businesses that had been struggling start to thrive. 
When lambing season came, they saw miracles emerge. One of the neighboring farmers was stunned at the number of sheep giving birth to quads and triplets, when normally they would really just be hopeful that some would have twins. Another farmer explained how unnatural uh, what was going on was because for two years in a row, uh, one of their cows had birthed a bull calf that was such a fine specimen. He said it was the kind that you might hope for as a farmer once in a lifetime that you might see. But two years running, this had happened. And the farmer said it was so utterly unnatural. He couldn't understand what was going on. And below the retreat centre, off the main road, is a car park uh, with a council sign with the name of the location. And it's called Sikbant. It's a Welsh word that means dry stream bed. And it's called that because historically a stream used to run in the valley, but the streams, the springs that fed the stream have since dried up. But when they began blessing the land, then a torrent of water began flowing out of the springs above the land that had been dry for many, many years. The location is still called Sikbant, dry stream bed. But when you pull up to the sign in your car, you can hear the sound of rushing water. All of this alongside story after story of people having powerful encounters with God when they visited this centre and received a simple prayer of blessing. You have to read the book if you want to hear all of those. But these people, they had understood that we have authority to bless. So here there were stories, testimonies of people who'd taken God seriously, taken seriously the call to be priests who would minister the blessing of God. They'd understood that their words mattered, that they were empowered, that they had authority to speak blessing and that when they spoke blessing, then it drew down the goodness, the provision, the abundance of God in some way. You know, as we talked last week, we talked about God giving us the authority, that it was as though he put in our hand his debit card, you know, he's paid, it's, it's his bank account, it's on him, but it's up to us to do the transaction, to speak, to go, to pray, to bless. I moved on in my own life to uh, speaking blessing a little less privately. I got asked to help run the twos group in the church that I was in at the time, the little group there for two-year-olds. And I resolved that every week that after playing with them and reading a Bible story with them, that I would speak a blessing over every single one of them by name each time I was there. And that's what I did. And so there in the twos group, I grew in confidence and in understanding that I have authority to bless. And it's since become part of my praying. And I've got to say that as I've begun to prayer walk the streets that I've marked out in the last couple of weeks, I find that it's when I'm speaking the blessing of God over the people whose homes I'm passing, that's when I sense the greatest uh, sense of connection to the heart of God, the overflow of his heart to bless those people who live there or who work in the places where I'm walking. You may well ask the question, is it really okay to bless or, or to pray blessing over those who don't know Jesus? Well, and if you know the Bible, 
you'll know in Deuteronomy, there's a whole chapter of blessings that are linked to obedience. So can we speak blessing over those who seem to have no intention of being obedient? Well, it's certainly true that how we live can position us for blessing. And when we seek to uh, live in obedience to God, we align ourselves with him. It's like we line our lives up to receive what he pours out each and every day. I think that's why he tells us how we should live, because he wants us to experience blessing, the outpouring of his heart. But the truth is that however obedient we may or may not manage to be, all of us, all of us have received from God's kindness, his mercy, his goodness, which are all expressions of his blessing. We all have received that when we didn't deserve it. We could never earn it. Now, the truth is that God chose to bless us by dying for us before any of us had lined up our lives in any semblance of obedience to him. He favored and blessed us long before we did anything that could merit it or deserve it. This is grace. In fact, if you're listening to this today and you've never heard this before, then this is really good news because regardless of where you find yourself, God wants to bless you. Now, there's words that we often only ever visit at Christmas uh, in Luke 2. And these are the words of the angels when they come to announce the birth of Christ. They say, glory to God in the highest and on the earth, peace to men on whom his favor rests. See, the truth is that God favored us, blessed us before he saved us. And he invites us to do the same for others. You know, when Jesus sent out his disciples, he said to them, freely you've received, freely give. We can give simply of what we have received. So I wanna encourage you as you step out this week or get on your knees to pray this week, that you have authority to speak the blessing of God, to release it into the places, into the lives of the people around you. What might it sound like as we do this? You know, I might be saying things like, in the name of Jesus, I bless you. I bless you to know God. I bless you to have revelation of Jesus Christ. I bless you to come home to Father God. I might say things like, I bless you in your relationships. I bless your marriage and your communication. I bless you in your parenting and in the relationships with your children. I bless your children in their learning and in their growing. I might be saying, may the Lord bless your young people to flourish, to know who they are and to find purpose in their lives in him. I might say, the Lord bless you in the health of your body, protect you and make you well. The Lord bless you with provision, with all that you need to know that he is your provider. May the Lord bless the work of your hands and, and make you fruitful. I might say things like, I bless you in the name of Jesus that you would have peace, that you'd have sleep, that you'd have freedom from anxiety. The Lord bless you in your interaction with your neighbors. I might say, and maybe particularly at this time, the Lord bless you, deliver you, set you free and restore your soul. I may speak the very words from number six. May the Lord bless you and keep you. 
May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. See, we've been given authority to bless. Let's use it this week. Let's pass on what we have been given and bless the people and the places around us. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you have blessed us, it tells us in scripture, with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus, undeserved, poured out by grace. And now we come and ask that you would help every one of us to be vessels of your blessing, to pass it on, to pour it out, to use the authority that you've put in us to speak it out. And Lord, we ask that as we pray and as we speak, that you would open up heaven, that you would pour out your blessing upon the people and upon the places in this city, those that you died for, those that you are passionate about, that your heart desires to bless. And we ask it in your mighty and precious name, Jesus. Amen. Oh,